0: Welcome back to the Perth Business Podcast. On this episode, we chat to Ella Burke from Employee, all about her HR business, her beginnings in law, industrial relations, onto human resources. We talk about fair work, how graduates can find a good workplace with a great culture, Things that international students should look out for, and things that employers could really use as tips and tricks in their own businesses in terms of HR. Whether you're an employer or an employee, this episode's for you. We hope you get a lot of value out of it and let us know what you think. Welcome to the Perth Business Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and to kind of explain what you do. And I think. it was really pertinent to have Hannah in this chat with her HR background. So mm. I'm really, really keen to get stuck into it. Ella, um, can you tell us what you do? Tell us a bit about employee um, and how you kind of got started in that space.
1: Yeah, so thanks for having me. Um, so employee is basically a uh, Perth-based human resources consultancy. Mm. Um, so my background's in human resources. So out at uni, that's what I did. I studied it in uni. Um, I worked at a union originally and then switched over to internal HR. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) I'm mining, so. Also interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They've each got their quirks. Um, (laughs) But I've always had it in me that I wanted to kind of start a business and do my own thing. So uh, really the year and a half before I launched, um, and I launched May this year, Mm. I really started planning and putting things, um, I suppose, together into what I wanted the business to look like but I've always had that kind of seed. So I've always been listening and watching and asking questions You know, once I discovered HR was my thing, yeah. um, to discover where that gap was so I could really design a business around a problem that needed solving, um, which I think I did. So yeah, employee has two parts of the businesses, as I said, both human resources based. Mm-hmm. One side is your typical kind of consultant um, for businesses and corporates. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely have a more strategic approach. So our purpose is to create strong, supported and strategic careers in psychologically safe workplaces. Mm-hmm. So we think it's a little bit more reflective of the modern workplace's needs. Yeah. Um, it's not just compliance based. It's not just, um, I mean, you don't understand, industrial relations can be really yeah. uh, cut inly. Yeah, it can, it can be a little <laughs> Um, harsh sometimes, so oh, absolutely, it doesn't really help a really strong organisational culture. And sometimes the consulting is really strict on IR, and they don't actually tell you, you know, this will impact your staff culture in this way, or mm-hmm. you know, you'll have to also do these actions to counteract the fact that the industrial relations component is so harsh. Um, yeah. So yeah, we try and be a bit more strategic in that. Sense, yeah. Um, I'm but kind of
2: tight, right? A tight line, just like in the middle of it, just like yeah, because <laughs> kind of balance it <laughs>
1: exactly because you'll know, especially like in HR, there are certain things that you have to let the employee know. Oh yeah, they're not always that nice. It's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, like if if this gets proven and if it's serious <laughs> enough, you could be fired. Uh, no one yeah. wants to hear that. Yeah, but you no, have to say. Yeah, it.
2: exactly. Because like. Why would you like not let them know what the consequence of their actions
1: is, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. but of course they don't view it that way, so it's hard, um, yeah. but the other side of the business, which is probably more unique, and the part I'm more passionate about, and the reason I really started is on the employee side, so mm-hmm. um we provide advice and support to individual people, so if they've got questions about um you know their contracts, their pay being bullied or harassed at work, Mm -hmm. and then we can help them with those things. So, yeah, that's probably the side I'm more excited about. Um, Love both sides, but um, and that's the one I'm going to focus on a little bit more next year Mm. um, because the corporate side's growing and building quite well, which is awesome. Love my clients, work with some really awesome companies and people. But, yeah, it's that other side that I still want to do some more work in.
0: Yeah of like mentorship as well on that side I feel.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Um how did you sort of understand so you studied HR and it's really, you know, great that you managed to find that niche so early on. How have you found um navigating um like a landscape in as a business owner, the landscape as a business owner um from starting at uni, did you have mentors around you, were peers doing similar things? How did that sort of form?
1: Yeah, well I guess in terms of a business perspective, so my dad's a business owner as well, mm-hmm. so I've always kind of had that. Um, and that's a family business, so it was my granddad's before that. Um, oh, so cool. it's, yeah, kind of in the fam to do, mm-hmm. do your own thing with business. Um, so I've always had it kind of growing up. But in terms of uni, no, I, it's school and uni, I wanted to be a lawyer. Um. So wow. Yeah, <laughs> big difference. <laughs> I know. So I um. All the HR people I work with are like, their lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hand in hand, yeah. 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 But I I did. I so I I um got all the ways so to get to undergrad, and I got into my JD, and I lasted six weeks. I was like, this is not for oh. me. What and was not for you particularly, like uh, law? <laughs> yeah, like the subject matter. Then oh yeah. uh, well. Industrial culture. relations, <laughs> yeah, it's the culture. So industrial relations is the legal side of HR. So I do like the, the content, yeah. um, but the amount of reading and yeah, the culture, yeah. we'll just leave it at that, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, it wasn't for me. But I think – and I just saw other people absolutely love it and it was their passion and I just noticed I didn't feel that way at yeah. all and I wanted to find that for myself and I fell into HR from there. Awesome.
0: Mm. Well, that's yeah.
1: cool. Um, so you still have found an
0: inclination towards that – Moving from the university, I guess, life period, mm-hmm. what, what do you call that? That's like a stage. milestone, yeah. Yeah, a stage in <laughs> your life, um, to becoming a business owner. Talk to us about that a little bit and what your peers were doing and how you managed it.
1: Yeah, so I think that's really when business mentors were so helpful and, and important to me. So I was really lucky that um, uh, basically earlier this year, so before I'd actually launched – I was a part of a program called Rare Birds and um they do some free like women entrepreneurship programs online. They're based in Sydney, so thank you know, I'm so thankful that they were all online. <laughs> um but they were in lockdown, so it had uh-huh. to be. <laughs> so yeah. I kind of crept in that way. Mm. Um and it was a great program and from there they awarded some scholarships for mentors and luckily I was one of the successful people to get that scholarship. So I've been working with a mentor um for the past six months and oh it's just my. been so cool. yeah, awesome. Like the you know, it's just so good to have someone in your corner that can kind of guide you. You know, they're not telling you what to do. You have to make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. But they just ask the questions that you wouldn't think of asking or just give you the confidence to do something that you're you're hesitating about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah. yeah, in terms of business, if anyone's thinking about getting a um, mm. starting a business, I think getting a mentor who's the right person for you, who you deal with, is just – You have to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good point about mentors because I think you can also have them in other walks of life. So if it is starting a business, I think, yeah, massive key to have someone there who's been there, done that in maybe in a different way or the exact same sort of path. Although no one's path is exactly the same, I suppose. Um, But if they're in the same industry, it probably helps. Um, But in your career as well. So my workplace offers a mentorship, um, like a buddy system almost. And they do it once a year. They kind of every February, they have a mentorship program you can actually apply for. Um, And then it's great for the mentors who have never done it before because they're learning in like a really easy environment. Because you have to be at your workplace, you know, certain amount of hours a week. So you have to make that time for each other. Um, And then the mentees are getting that experience without, you know, the pressure of starting a business. Maybe it might be more career goal-led. And then maybe in other walks of life as well. I don't know. Hannah, do you have any mentors? I guess, like, well,
2: like, my employer. Mm. Like, I think that's pretty much my mentor just in terms of, like, I'm pretty fresh into human resources. Like, I've only started... Well, I I started, like, a couple of years ago, but, like, really proper like heavy hr probably this year um and yeah no i i think like every day you're sort of learning new things from people around the business yeah. whether or not that's people directly you know in sorry like my boss etc mm. but um apart from that like just people around the business just teaching you new mm. things about certain things that you should know about and yeah, yeah. i yeah. think mostly work but my mum's a pretty good mentor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give her a plug. Yeah.
0: We've interviewed her mum, Eleanor, in, okay. on the podcast. She uh, runs an accounting business. Yeah. yeah, Successful, yeah. Cool. Okay, so what, is, what has been the most challenging thing for you then? Like, was it starting the business or, you know, maybe finding out that law wasn't for you or um, anything, you know, along your journey yeah. maybe even this year sounds
1: quite yeah. challenging? I think um, one of the most challenging things was taking the step to tell people. Because I was like, oh, like, people are going to laugh at me. Oh, Why would so they laugh at you? Well, no yeah, one did, but <laughs> in my head I was like, oh, what if, you know, if it doesn't work out? People are going to judge me. or yeah. It's just really oh, scary because, yeah. like, as soon as you tell people, it's kind of like making that commitment that now you have to do it. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't cry about it. I now. know. <laughs> so I think before I launched that was kind of one of the biggest things was, oh, my gosh, I'm going to, like, I'll just create a little Instagram account and mm-hmm. a little LinkedIn page and <laughs> a website and just kind of tell people invite all my friends and yeah um that was definitely the most nerve-wracking thing like right at the start is telling people yeah I'm actually gonna do this yeah and then was probably the step where I quit my lovely job in a lovely company with a lovely boss who was another one of my mentors Mm. um in terms of internal um growth in that company um at very Good salary, work cars, beautiful, and <sighs> and you're like, no, nah, not for all. me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> what, what what is that deal? Tell me. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'll I'll let me you know get that. Hiring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the next step to be like, no, nah, this is real. If I want to do this, I'm gonna put everything I've got to doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, again, my my old boss was awesome. So we had a very open conversation about five or six months before I left to say that was my plan. Um, and to leave and then it got time and I was like oh my gosh it was the we were in lockdown that week in Perth so I missed my last week at work oh no I know I was so sad um but yeah and then I just I did it so it yeah like, I'm just kind of one of those people that you just kind of got to do it like yeah. yep. um, yeah. like on my desk I've got Nike's just do it thing oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I love it you're like that's my personal brand yeah. Now. yeah every time I'm like oh I don't know I just look there and I'm like okay I'll do it yeah <laughs> I love that. That's so great. You're your own little mentor in that respect. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I reckon, since starting a business, the biggest challenge is actually, and I'm big in promoting it, and everywhere I go, I do a little plug, is just mental health and well-being. Because, Mm. especially as a sole business owner, you are the business. Yeah. So if you're not feeling good, or you're feeling anxious, or a bit like not okay, you can see how that flows onto your business and your productivity. Totally. Your confidence. Your um, you know, can I do this or not? Your self belief, everything kind of flows on. So that's been something that I've definitely been investing a lot of time to just make sure that I'm giving myself the best chance of having yep. a really strong and long career as a business owner, and I'm not going to burn out. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's so, yeah, massive. I that's think. the biggest ones recently, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I think since starting the podcast, it's it was started. It started really like you know exciting beginner story, like the beginning of the business stories. And the more we talk to people, the more we can be like, really, I guess, not brutally honest, but I feel like people are really honest about the mental health aspect of it. And in particular, I love hearing from people who have burnt out and learned that lesson and were like, caution, cautionary tale, Yeah, you know, and you can spot it a mile away now, you know, a business owner who um, potentially might be struggling or an employee. That, yeah, you can kind of spot it. Definitely. After all the conversations. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. It's real, man. Yeah. Not an imposter syndrome, I think. (laughs) I was like, which do I talk about? They're both (laughs) very big. (laughs) They're They're kind of all intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you maintain your mental health then? How do you – or, you know, here's assuming that you do. Um. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I think one really good thing is that I've got a group of a few best friends that we're all very open about with each other. Yeah. Very open about talking, checking in and making sure you have that circle. and We all kind of agree – um, that we're going to do that. So it's like like in September I was having a shocker month and they were just checking in. They're like, Ella, we know you don't want us to, but we know that this isn't like you, so we're here and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. it's just having that group. Um, For me, exercise is huge. Oh, yeah.
2: Um,
1: Yeah, so um, – Going back to the gym, finally doing my rehab five years too late, so I can play sport again. Oh. <laughs> you know, <Okay. laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> think it's ever too late
0: unless you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. that it might be. I don't yep. know. <laughs> I'm a big believer in the. Yeah, life. <laughs> depends <laughs> on the sport, I guess. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh,
1: yeah, and that kind of thing, and even just um, more recently, because I think I'm like the last one of my friends to get a therapist. I don't know why I didn't do this sooner. <laughs> it is right. the best thing ever. Yeah, would be so cool. I know. So yeah, kids. if you don't have one yet, people listening, I highly encourage. It's just, yeah, it's been so good to kind of um, – and it's more proactive now. Now I just – I don't want to burn out. I don't yeah. want to feel like crap. So it's oh, just, weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's strange. Um, <laughs> and, um, who knew that was a thing, proactive <laughs> mental health care? <laughs> Um, yeah so they're the kind of things that I do and nothing's that hard like it's it's just making the time for it to be honest yeah. and accepting that sometimes like you can't work 110% all the time. Oh no. Yeah, like no. you just 80, raw, like 80 20 rule Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. I think um we we've got a similar circle of friends um and we're all working on it we you know I think we can also do a little bit better in the making sure it's a process that we all follow not a process but there's a little engineering me coming out there (laughs) must be a process for mental health um or friendship but like just the awareness and the acknowledgement of like oh Hannah's gone real quiet this week is she okay like what's going on um and if it's like yeah all thumbs up all good just keeping in mind that next week you know just make sure she's like more active yeah yeah keeping Mm -hmm. that awareness and alertness about you but I also like the point about therapy and I want to add to that and say there's so many different types of therapy yeah true so People who think it's the stigma of like, okay, you've had a mental breakdown. You're a woman in the '60s. Obviously, you're hysterical, um, <laughs> and you need the kind of therapy that's like lying on a couch and opening, bearing yeah. your soul. And it's not like that these days. Drinking opium tea yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Take me back to the, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give me a vibrator and. Some <laughs> <pills>. <laughs> I love they used to do that, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> what? So, yeah. They used to give women like yeah. They're like, obviously, she's all pent up. Well, nothing's great at home. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. she <laughs> <laughs> It's that. And it's like, no, she was just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and her yeah. partner made her cook dinner, like a big roast, and she was just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> hungry. <laughs> yeah. So who else is your support network then? So you've got your friends. Um, what about peers in the industry?
1: Um, yeah, well, when I did my grad program, so, um, straight out of uni, I was with eight of us and two of those, um, two of the girls in that program are two of my best friends now. So Mm. in terms of HR staff and, um, work stresses, then it's really good speaking to those guys. And it's also, I don't know, the HR content, it's more just like cross-checking with them and like, you just, yeah, yeah, you always just want to see, Hey, is this how you interpret it? It's, so that kind of stresses more like, oh, am I doing it right? And usually, yeah, you, yeah. you are. Um, but it's good to talk about it. And then from a business standpoint, again, my mentor has been awesome and she's always reminded me like, Ella, you can take a day off. Sick leave is a thing. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You're
0: like, what? abuse <laughs> it? But, Don't um, abuse it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my biggest pet peeve in internal HRs. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a soft spot. <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, and I think other business owners – I've done a few, like I kind of throw myself at any opportunity. So through that I've met, um, like I did this curtain ignition course, which is for startups and future leaders. And through there, my group, we just caught up on the weekends and, you know, you just have people that you can talk to and just, yeah, sense check. And um, I think that's the best thing for me to do is just realise that I'm not the only one that's been through these kind of things when it comes to business. Like I don't know everything, that's totally fine. And that's why everyone has their different area of expertise. So why don't I just go ask them instead yeah. of, you know, stressing about it all day and doing nothing. <laughs> no <laughs> that's work. great. I yeah. like that.
0: Like, that, again, proactive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you prefer like IR side of things or HR? Because like ones can be pretty wishy washy, and the other ones IR like, is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> industrial relations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, got yeah. out. Or employee relations. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, so sorry. But there's a pleb a in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you just spell out the acronyms for yeah, me. <laughs> 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 I cottoned onto that one. Myself? Yes. I'm <laughs> learning happy for you yeah. do you
2: want to join HR <laughs> no thank you <laughs> loud and clear no thank you,
1: no, thank you. Um, I do love industrial relations but when you only work in industrial relations you crave the HR and then yeah. when I only did so then I in my job so I started off in IR and then I switched to projects and switched to people and culture and I love that as well and I love. um because that gave you permission to actually build really strong rapport with yeah. your um, staff and teams and managers. Yeah, I like culture. Yeah, like yeah. That sort of thing. And I think with my business, I was like, well, why can't we have both? Book yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> okay, and all those Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and I think that's the trick in business is like, yeah, we have to have serious conflict, uh, serious conversations. <laughs> yeah, there conflict. are conflicts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still think conflict, like, is good. Like, just not combat. So, there's a yeah. difference between the two. Yeah. Um, because – yeah, if you're too polite and you never say anything, it will just explode eventually. And Constructive criticism. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, That's yeah, <laughs> so it's like you need the people in culture to create that environment where people can actually be like, oh, this isn't working or yeah. we can do this better without it going to combat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I've tried to kind of merge everything um, I guess that's why I created a, created a business is because I wanted to do everything I wanted to do. Yeah. Yes. So I've created a business. That's exactly what I wanted to yeah. do. That's, no, that's so
2: good.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. I like that conflict resolution is, yeah, a very big, because I'm sure you would come up against a lot of, um, not against, you would be confronted with a lot of different challenges in that respect as well. Um, Similar to, we spoke to Tanya Ciccone, uh, who works at CEOs for, or well, she heads up CEOs for Gender Equity. Yep. Um, and we did a podcast with her as well. And she, one of the questions was like, what's the most difficult, you know, CEO that you've had to deal with and not deal with, but cause her words were like, well, it's not deal with it's, you know, it's trying to find that spot, that point where you can relate to someone on a level. Cause I believe you can, you know, anyone can relate to anyone if you've got a little bit of empathy and you're willing to communicate and try to yes. find that connection point. Um, whether you're like an 80 year old man or a five year old child, there's going to be something that you can connect mm-hmm. on. Um, reading seven stories, for example, to your niece, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, her thing was – it was interesting for her for him to sign up to the CEOs for gender equity um, and then be really, like, averse to actually making change in the company okay. because it was so ingrained in his learning and his, like, I guess, upbringing and how he worked in businesses yeah. that just did not exp- – like, he had no exposure to any of that. So do you find something similar in your, yeah, have you come across anything similar in your industry as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess the, on a corporate side of the business, I usually work with people that kind of get it and that's that's why they engage with me because we share values and I'm probably not the person to do the HR for a company that doesn't genuinely care that much about, not saying he didn't. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like who do have maybe the more old school or different approach. I'm probably not suited um to work with you because we just Mm. you will never take my advice Mm. and i'll get frustrated that you're not taking my advice so yeah (laughs) Yeah. um where i do see it is on the employee side so i'll have employees that come to me who are like hey like oh my gosh the recent one that keeps coming up is i'm working with Curtin's international students um so lottery west and study perth have provided some funding they can access free HR advice and IR support. Industrial oh, cool. relations support. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing that keeps coming up are students, um, they're coming maybe for their CV and they'll just say one little thing about this past job that they've had. And it's like a, the biggest red flag. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, um, yeah, I was just getting paid the international students rate. And I'm like... It's what yeah the what what's that what's like <laughs> 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 that is it like that a perfect <laughs> so for anyone who's wondering there is no such thing as an international <laughs> students right and they were being illegally underpaid oh wow. my god yeah that's so
2: common in international students yeah. so like
1: yeah they are wow. treated like absolute shit yeah so like yeah that's something that i want to work on more next year which i'll say on that employee yeah. side um but so those people in those positions, that's when I encounter those mm. um, managers who just see staff as a, um, like, no different to, like, their equipment or, mm. you know, yeah. they're just, just... an asset, yeah. Just an asset. And it's so strange because I just, yeah, don't surround myself with, like, don't work with businesses like that on the corporate side. So, it is it is interesting having to deal with it on the employee side. It mm. makes it easier because then you can just go up to them and be like, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's illegal, it's by, illegal. The way, <laughs> by the way, and yeah. I will go to Fair Work, and yeah. I will go to the ATO. so you better just get yeah, all your ducks in a row first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I see it, and it's just shocking because it still exists, and um, and the staff have like gone up and tried to address it, and they just get pushed back and pushed mm. back, and they're like, no, nah, no, nah, well, you can just leave if you don't want to get paid this, Yeah. and obviously they need a job, so yeah. it's like, what do they do? They've got no um, power. So I think that's the hardest part when you're trying to deal with those managers, and if they honestly don't think that there's any um, you know, value in paying their staff the correct yeah. wage, me coming to tell them might not necessarily fix anything. Mm. It's sad that we have to go through fair work to force them to mm. understand that they have to do this, even yeah. if they still don't care about the staff, which I doubt they will, but they at least now legally are obliged to. So yeah, yeah that's where I see those tricky I, managers. Yeah. Mm. Care about losing Service. money and mm.
0: losing their business. Yeah, exactly. That's all.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you find that um,
2: your previous union work really helps with this kind of thing as well? Like the insight, I guess? Um, union. was it? Um, no, union. Like, oh, union. Yeah. Yeah, I was like,
0: uni? Uh,
2: so I was like, uh, okay, you
1: know,
0: yeah, like, my uh, union. Not really Union. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got the piece of paper I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Do you reckon it. uni's amazing? Who <laughs> 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 are you trying to plug? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hannah <not>. Shake
2: <laughs> sponsored by UW. <you>, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what was the question? <laughs> um, union and. Internal. I just sort of wondered whether or not, like, because you said you worked in um, a union, union before, yeah. um, like how that sort of helped with this basically is yeah. my question. Yeah, I
1: think maybe because I started in the union and so we obviously helped the employee side of yeah, things, that, yeah. I saw both sides. So I could, um, and I dealt with lots of different managers and it, I guess same now is that I, I dealt with managers who were awesome and I could really see that if I actually, um, as a union rep, sometimes you go into meetings and they don't want you there they don't know what to expect but Mm. you can actually create rapport once they realize you're there to constructively help and actually resolve the issue and bring the staff member on board they're a lot more um friendly and they'll literally call you up to help try and resolve the issue so that's the kind of what I learned and what I'm trying to apply now it's like what we said before matching that people and culture with the IR I think that was an like an example of where that's worked well um and I think also just having an understanding about no offence to some employers, but how bad some employers can be. Like, oh yeah, just look up what you have to pay people. Exactly, and do it. Stop making up your own rules. Like, yeah, Literally yeah. have just a whole...
2: Reinventing the wheel.
1: Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it blows my mind. So I think that gave me a lot of um, exposure to some of the stuff that's happening and how yeah. some staff get treated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then coming internal, I'm definitely glad I had both sides. Then internal, seeing it from the other side was really interesting as well. Mm. Because um, I could see some of their challenges, um, yeah. So I definitely think that's what's led me to have that dual model in my business with the corporate and the yeah the employee facing. Yeah, I um
2: I have a friend who was a union rep at the same time
1: as being sorry, at the same time as being
2: as yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same time as being a manager, and he said it was like the best thing he did for his like his own. Growth and development as a yeah. manager was being a union rep because people could talk to him and, yeah. like, mm. and they weren't afraid to be like, Hey, and then he was like, But here's the answer you're going to get, you're not going to like it. Yeah. But I'm also on your side and we
1: can see how we can work together. And I was yeah. like, That's HR. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's about, like, I think a lot of HR people forget that the other person has no idea. Like, IR, uh, we'll just talk easily and we'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And then you're sitting there like, <laughs> I don't get this. Yeah, like, this. I know you
0: brought up something with I in it, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. and a yeah. lot of, you just need to take the time to explain that. And sometimes it's really hard to do that if you're the the boss and the, like, you're, you know, you're representing the employer mm. and they're employed by you because there's, there's just a bit of, like, are they telling me that? Right are they, you know, you don't know if you can really trust. Yeah, it.
0: there's a level of trust there that you're meant, you're um, almost obliged to have yeah. until you're proven wrong. Yeah, which is very much the attitude I think a lot of people, especially coming straight from uni, go into. And it, yeah, I had my eyes open from the poor students who were joining like um, particular workplaces and hearing the horror stories. Yeah. that they just would mention, like you said before, just offhand, like yeah. that international student rate, and you're like. Did you know that's not normal? That's yeah. not the thing? You're, you know, your boss shouldn't be doing X, Y, yep. and Z. You shouldn't be working those hours. Um, you know, did you know that you get a break for X amount? Yeah. Overtime's and a thing. That Yeah, that
1: sort of thing. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because segue. Yeah. Um. Oh, I love a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, it's not going to stop. <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> talk so over I'm it. Just oh, talk. <laughs> um, I'm really glad you said that because um, – one thing in uni, and as I started my um, job, is that I, as I said before I was asking questions and listening, and I was like heard all those stories that you're talking about. So, the main reason I started the company and wanted to have this business is because my friend was being sexually harassed at work, and like it was so not okay. Mm. And seeing the impact that had on her mental health as well was just horrific. And then the more I spoke, I uh, spoke to people. It just happens so often and underpayments and everything. Everyone has an HR story. So, Mm. yeah, that's kind of what motivated me and keeps motivating me to do the business. Um, And next year with that student focus is I really want to work with um, uh, high school and uni students. And create a bit of a campaign which I've coined Respect Us Too, like Respect at Work slash Me Too. Yes, I mm-hmm. love that. I did that. that. I yeah. immediately got that. Yeah, I like it. that, yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> should have given some time and asked you anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really want to push that and basically make sure people understand just some basics. Like it's not even about knowing exactly what to do in every situation. It's just have the skills to spot a red flag, know that you can go somewhere for help, and know that you don't have to put up with people's crap like – well, underpayments and harassment especially. So, yeah, yeah, that's something I'm really excited to push for next year and kind of in talks with different schools and unis and stakeholders at the moment. Mm. So... Watch this space. Awesome, so yeah, yeah. Hashtag respect us too, yeah. guys.
0: Ah, that's like awesome. Yeah. Do you find then because you've spoken in depth about the experience you've had from both ends sides of the coin, so the employer versus the employee, like, yeah. And you've now you're talking about um, an initiative to sort of look at it from the employee's perspective and give them, you know, the tools to actually enact um, some change in a workplace. Yeah. Do you think um, the trickle down effect is more or less important than Uh, enabling the employees or is it equal like employees should know what they deserve and should expect and employers should have someone that they've got a great rapport with I like that word you said before (laughs) that they can then kind of take that into their own companies
1: like do you see a hierarchy in the importance of those I think they're both equally important Mm. because for example it's all well and good if your employer does the right thing and is super supportive and this and that but as soon as they're not then the employee, if they don't know their rights, well, you're going to get taken advantage of. So yeah. I think both people, it's your career at the end of the day, so you've got to take a bit of accountability over it and mm-hmm. I think people are just too assuming that it's all okay. Um, and even the best employers, like half of HR's job is like, we know exactly what technically, like, could happen here and we want, you know, we want plan. So we, plan A is what should happen by law. Yeah. Um, <laughs> plan B is what the employee wants, usually a bit, you know, you to one side Mm -hmm. and plan C is what we're going for and you kind of you're not always brutally honest in the industrial relations side of things so um and there's been times where you know in previous jobs where I have wanted to like slip a note under the table to Mm -hmm. the employee being like can't do this (laughs) so because hr is often also only advisory yeah so just because i tell a manager what to do doesn't mean they're they're gonna do it So (laughs) if it's the right thing they won't do it yeah so i think that yeah i just really think people need to be accountable over your own career like Mm. if you're underpaid a dollar a day and you work sorry a dollar an hour and you work full time that's 2k across a year not including like leave and other benefits so it's Makes a difference, yeah. yeah Massive, i like two grand, yeah. yeah you can have a mental health-wise, right
0: yeah. <laughs> health as well. Because, yeah, you, I think people, especially younger employees, can be conditioned to a certain environment or a certain mm. treatment, much like I guess in family life, I'm sure the nurture versus nature mm. argument. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's it sounds really cool what you're doing because. Where was that? Like coming from my, my background in agency where HR was either like an online tool managed by the director um, versus a corporate environment at the moment yeah. where HR just completely blows my mind at how efficient, process-driven and effective it is. Yeah. Um, com- yeah. I can't imagine starting a business without having that in place. Like the most important things, HR. So there's yeah. an objective <laughs> opinion that for or someone to help you mentor you you know, in yeah, that respect, yeah. but then accounting, that sort of like those are the basics that you need to run a business. And someone made a comment the other day, they're like, oh, it only takes $37 to start a business, something something silly <laughs> like that. I was like – Like yeah. Lemonade's Day? Maybe, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 You or have like an ABN. That's, yeah.
1: that's, that is, isn't, is that how much? A I think it, $37 that's a domain is. or
0: something, yeah. from. Uh, oh, I don't, it's, it's cheaper than that. It depends <laughs> where you go. But it was, yeah, a silly little comment and I thought – I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then afterwards I was like – don't start a business. <laughs> Please don't start a business. You need a lot more than $37. <laughs> definitely
1: need a lot more than $37. <laughs> yeah, and the ambition to wow. do it. That's it. it. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, super interesting to me how different business owners view that. Yeah, yeah. that and is
1: interesting. I, fu-
0: I find it interesting because if you don't want HR on board, like what are you doing wrong then? And like if you want to control it, what are you doing wrong? Like yeah. why are you – yeah, why? what are you hiding?
1: Well, I think people as well, even if they're like, oh – because I find, uh, so some, um, compa- most companies we work with don't have internal HR, so they're a little bit hesitant at the start and you'll do some work for them and then they'll just keep coming back and back and back and they realise, oh, actually there's quite a lot here that we need help with. Mm. Um, but I think it's even for some business owners, it's not about, you don't need HR there full time or anything, but having that person on call that you can be like, hey Ella, like I've got this new starter, I've got them on this contract. This contract correct <laughs> sorry i'm leaning away I'm sorry, um yeah. melting into my chest <laughs> so too comfy. relaxed yeah. Yeah. um so just having that touch point to make sure that you're doing it correctly or like you know there's so many uh, situations where maybe a staff member said something to the manager and they're like oh, i don't really know how to deal with this like mm. what do i do and they just guess but mm. we just kind of talk them through it and just give them pointers so it's not even um you know we d- we're really flexible with our services so if that's all the business needs then I definitely think do it. And even if you haven't got staff yet, it's definitely worth thinking about how it's going to work when you do have staff. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely. And I thought there was something else I was going to say, but might have, It'll it's come back to now. you. It's probably melted into oh, the chair. I remember. <laughs> yeah. I do remember what it is. Yeah. So and I can't pronounce this word very well. So let's see how oh, I well, go. We go. We can Uh-oh. cut and change, so don't, don't forget. <laughs> so
0: if everyone here is like an awkward pause, <laughs> that's me we with this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
1: So if you engage HR, basically you're sharing liability. So we have accessorial liability. Nailed it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. First time. <laughs> Amazing. He's gonna make a
0: weird pause there on purpose. <laughs> now so it's time. It's fifth time to <laughs>
1: Concentration on my face. (laughs) If people people could see how much I was concentrating then. Um, (laughs) Basically, you also have these experts, like an accountant like us in HR, who can share some of that liability. Because Mm. really, if someone, like, say the government comes looking at you, they're going to be like, well, why didn't you get an expert opinion? And if you Mm. stuff something up, they're not going to be that lenient on you because, it's not that hard to just get a really basic cover or service yeah. from an HR person like employee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. when we knew one of those. Yeah, I so know, well. <laughs> in a branded <laughs> T-shirt. Yeah. Right That's E-M-P-L-O-Y <laughs>
0: double
1: R. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you do, you have to share share some of that responsibility so we can take some of that stress away as well because we will tell you exactly how it is um, and what your different options are and, and some of those outcomes Um you know, if you choose option A, you'll probably expect this, this, this. You choose option B, you'll probably expect this, this, this. Mm-hmm. So it's not that hard to engage. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to take that long either. Yeah. Of course, if you want a full-time outsource, we'll do that too. <laughs> 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 <Out of plug>. <laughs> 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 How
0: many staff do you have?
1: Um, I've got one staff member. Mm-hmm. So I've got one and then I've engaged a couple of people. Um, haven't brought them on board yet, but just um, – so they're all HR uh, people. And I guess because I went from a real values – led startup we're trying to do something different Mm -hmm. and so I've engaged all these people who are really senior and amazing people um obviously I can't match their kind of wages um but they're so on board with helping and really share the purpose and and see the same problem that I see so I've managed to get a bit of a network that if we experience that growth these people can come on board pretty quickly awesome yeah and the other thing I do is um have interns so um yeah yeah, from my last three were from Curtin uni
2: international students
1: (laughs) Uh, no none of those were international students um (laughs) but they are welcome as well um (laughs) uh yeah and they've been awesome so for anyone wondering it is a legitimate internship yeah. and it's through the uni and <laughs> they get a obviously working in hr i can't yeah. just have you know slave labor yeah yeah. Um, no,
0: you're just a front and yeah exactly these children just <laughs> slaving away at yeah. the back yeah but they on get international a national student a rate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no they're on the yeah. undergrad rate uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um so, they've been awesome and they get credit for their uni degree. So, yep. instead of sitting in a classroom, they come with me and we like do lessons and stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah, that's been really great. So, we've had a – yeah, that's been our team, getting another intern over the summer. Oh,
0: so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Practical knowledge, I think, is very key.
1: Yeah. Um, definitely.
0: Yeah, there's one thing we haven't talked about, actually, that just weirdly popped into my head was the referral from Justin. Ah, yes. Yes. That's so Justin – Barnes from Rocket Launcher um, referred Ella to oh, us. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it was, yeah, a while ago. And I was a bit slow on replying, but like, <laughs> we got there. In we the got there. End. No, um, I was
1: so busy as well. And then I was like, oh, I need to follow this up again. Yeah. <laughs> it's this <laughs> time of year. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But how do you know Justin? How did you guys connect?
1: Yeah, so we met at a networking group. So I try and do a lot of networking groups. I don't really spend much money on marketing and Mm. and paid social media and stuff. All my clients come through word of mouth, referral partners and people that know me and can cool. vouch that, yeah, yeah she's yeah. a good person and she's good at what she does. That's better yeah. anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And I think HR, you've got to be really trusting in your HR person because yeah. <laughs> you don't want them to lead you astray. Um, yeah, it can't be too transactional. Yeah, and that's yeah. what, again, some of those consultants, I find, are a bit transactional and don't treat people like you know mm. really valuable customer. So, um, yeah, so when we were at this um, networking event, you go around and you kind of chat about what you do and he was talking about... He's got a networking group as well called the um, Perth Networking Club. Yeah. And it's like a conscious networking group. So mm-hmm. every event is um, is like uh, on a particular topic, a social cause, and linked to a charity as well. So half the funds go to raising money for that charity. Um, so as soon as he said mm-hmm. that, I was just interested to speak to him mm-hmm. because we're a really values-based company. Um, I've got two charity partners. Um, so... Yeah, um, and I've linked them up, so hopefully they can do something together. Who are they? Uh, we've got Worthy Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Worthy Australia is an amazing charity, and basically, they rehome. Um, and, like, when I say rehome, I mean they get all the furniture, the rugs, the pictures, the everything wow. um, for women escaping or transitioning out of um, you know, emergency housing mm-hmm. from domestic violence. Mm-hmm. So the kids and the mums get yeah like a, just a brand new home to restart their lives in. So awesome! Yeah, they've got a um, fundraiser event coming up on the tenth of December called Saving Sixteen. Okay. Um. So if anyone's interested for a bit of a gals night out, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a really good night, and they're aiming to awesome. get sixteen women into sixteen new homes. Wow. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, and the other one is um twenty talk. So mm. twenty talk is a uh, how. Uh, House (laughs) is a mental health charity that um, aims to destigmatize the um, you know conversations around mental health and promote mental health particularly between – they're focusing on, like, 18 to 25. So, again, oh, that cool. matches really well with the kind of student stuff that we do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, looking forward to working with them more. Oh, that's yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah. They both sound great. I haven't heard of either of them, but no, I'm, neither. like, now going to – Yeah, they're
1: small. They're both local WA charities, yeah. Um, quite small. So, kind of, we have that in common. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just pleased to be able to kind of support them and promote yeah. them wherever I can because yeah. they do, like, yeah, some seriously awesome stuff, so –
0: yeah, and I love those CB. events. Um, <laughs> Justin, yeah, so I've been to a couple there. Go Sak was the one with the, um, I'm going to forget his name now. Of course, um, he so basically uh, rehomes homeless dogs and oh, refuge did. dogs. Yeah, I know. So it's like up my alley, yeah. right up my alley. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, just love the events that Justin does and the awesome people that we meet through there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
1: think that's right it's one of my favorite things about having this business is the people that I've met through networking mm. and those kind of events and like even here, yeah, everyone connects you with everyone yeah. and that's probably one of my favorite things I like, love my business but meeting all these people has been awesome yeah. So yeah yeah, yeah.
0: culture yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I find that interesting as well because law like are you a people culture like yeah I know a few lawyers and I'm like, hmm, I feel like we're not on the same sort of people level, but uh, (laughs) they've got their own quirks and, like, pros. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, definitely, I can definitely imagine what the culture might be like in that, yeah. No judgement. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, is there anything that you wanted to cover? Um,
1: No, it's like, yeah, I think I've kind of covered everything, so... um, if anyone needs HR help, give yeah, us a call. <laughs> give us a ring. Yeah. Yes. And if you're keen to support this, um, I've forgotten the name of my own campaign, <laughs> <laughs> the Respect Us Too yeah. campaign, we're helping students, then please reach out because, um, yeah, we just really want to create some awareness around that so people feel confident and able to get some support and even educate themselves. There'll be a yeah. bunch mm. of free resources and webinars. Um, so we're ramping up at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of planning it all for next year. Um, On LinkedIn as well, we'll release like a bunch of free webinars and stuff. Awesome. So anyone can kind of upskill themselves. It's definitely worth it just to know how to check how much at least you should be paid. Because um, yeah. it can make a difference.
0: Yeah, and it's hard sometimes to go away and Google it. Because I get a lot of like American, I um, shouldn't. Google's not doing its job. But <laughs> a lot of, like, American-influenced articles and that sort yeah. of thing, and then you're like, wait, am I supposed to be being paid 33 USD on the... Yeah, it's yeah. like, no. <laughs> and it
1: depends as well. It's not... It's, it is complicated, so that's why we're mm. here for support. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do no you have worries. any other questions, Hannah? Are you?
2: Um, I was curious as, like, what kind of businesses um, you find coming up to you more so.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, all of our clients either don't have internal HR, so they're small to yeah. medium. Um, they usually have oh, – the number of staff varies quite a lot, actually. Um, probably most up to 20 people. And yeah. then we've got some uh, – so most are Perth-based, some over east. And then I've got one Canada, uh, one um, company overseas, and they've got a staff member in WA, so obviously they need to understand the rules here. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where we – We fit in and we do work. We can work with bigger organisations as well to complement their existing teams. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we do a lot of the IR stuff. It turns out no one likes IR. Exactly, so. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it's like it's really boring. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's no, just really what my fizzy. client said. She's like, I don't know how you read this all day. I'm so bored and it's one yeah. contract. <laughs> well, welcome to my life. Yeah, <laughs> you're
0: just one of those, like, freaks of nature that just loves that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And thank and goodness Not for
1: legislation that. for anyone that's trying to, you know, before I said I didn't like law because of yeah. reading. I'm not reading legislation. reading other stuff yeah more interesting yeah yeah Yeah. interesting to you (laughs) very true very true no one else there no one else likes it and that's why I made a business (laughs) people will pay me to do it for them yeah
0: exactly (laughs) I need that I was just sending someone like brand guidelines from my workplace and I I was like oh, I'll just flick them the quick easy version and the quick easy easy version went from like 198 pages 198 pages to 159 (laughs) and I was like
1: Hmm. I don't
0: even want to read this <laughs> to be able to cut out the important bits to send to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Not my jam, but no. if someone could do it for me, yeah, <laughs> I feel
2: it. like I don't mind it. But you need a lot of time. Like, yeah, that's time I consuming. definitely don't have time.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Entitled in that. laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, takes some time. It yeah. does.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I also. You're a Perth gal. Yeah. Have you always been a Perth gal? Are you I from have. Perth? Yeah.
1: Yes. I have not left. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I want to move to Sydney or Melbourne or London. I don't. Yeah. I love it. You here. don't know any better. <laughs> <Not> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like holidays. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But no, I love Perth. I've yeah. grown up on the beach. Yeah, got my little doggy here. here. Oh, what um, kind of doggy? Yeah. Oh, she's a Beagle. Her name's oh, Ada. She, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I she's know. pretty cute. She's such a lovely name. We will yeah. be asking for photos. <laughs> Miss Ada Clementine. Miss <laughs> yeah. She's got a middle name.
0: Oh, oh, stop. What is
1: it? Ada. Clementine. Clementine. Oh, a little
2: like Regal old woman.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I love that. Yeah, yeah she's uh, a
1: doll. She comes with me everywhere. Yeah, so. oh, she's not here. Yeah. I mean, she's
0: here. I was gonna say I'm glad we saved this till the end because at the beginning I was yeah. be like, "What
1: does Ada think of?" <laughs> <laughs> Ada's loving me working from home. Ada yeah. loves. Also loves COVID lockdowns. Yeah. No one's allowed to leave the site. Weird. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, cute. Dogs cute. are getting
2: like a thrill out of this. Yeah, like, they're like my human is always here. It's fantastic. Well, I feel like it's going to be so
0: damaging. And I had a little biz idea in the last lockdown where I was like okay we're gonna have a whole bunch of puppies that haven't been disciplined um a oh, lot yeah. of like separation anxiety yeah um I'm gonna start a business to like I cuddle the puppies these. yeah <laughs> yeah and you can come drop them here we'll have a warehouse one for the puppies to be cuddled one to be trained a cafe for the humans if yeah. they want to drop by
1: or morning coffee run yeah work.
0: <laughs> exactly yeah morning coffee um, cuddle yeah, because it's only 37 bucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well do anything yeah. I, I realise starting a business is actually hard work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe not this time around. Almost um, thirty-seven. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Perth Business Podcast. If there's anyone that you specifically want to hear from or you think would be great on the podcast, send us a DM on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Or you can email us at theperthbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you here next time.